Hello, neighbors. This is Daniel. This is Katie. Welcome back to the Future Neighbor Podcast. Podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> we have a lot of fun topics to talk about. We had a very action packed week plus weekend. Yeah. But first, before we forget, this episode is brought, brought to, to you, you by, by Gochujar. And Gochujar offers Korea's best artisanal food products. Plus, if you have any uh, gifts that you need to give for people who love Korean culture or your Korean parents or your Korean family members, go to Gochujar. So first off, I want to give a big... Uh-oh. To the film Minari. Yay! Minari has won six Oscars. Oh, I'm sorry. Nominations. In my mind has won, but it's the same, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you need in my to mind. be correct. <laughs> they were nominated for six Oscars. Best Director. So, E. Isaac Chung. Yeah. There you go. You know, one thing I discovered about him uh -huh. is that uh, actually him and Steve Yoon yeah. they are like connected <laughs> even before so Steve Yoon's it's not Yoon Steve Yoon's wife is a cousin of Isaac Chung is it oh. Chung? His, no Isaac Lee the director of Minari ah. yeah that's how they're connected so that's I think initially what kind of got the actor on board with the film Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, that was really interesting. Then, like you said, Steven Yoon. Yeon, uh, Steve Yonya. Steve Yonya. Yeah, Steve but in English, it's something else. But I think it's Yon, not Yoon. Okay, Steven Yoon. <laughs> Give him a <laughs> Best Actor, nominated for Best Actor. Awesome. Love to see that a Korean face is getting uh, nominated for an Academy Award. I've never... Seen that in my life. Awesome. And then we have the familiar, um, the grandma, the, the, the elderly actress. Her name is what in Korean? Yoon Yeo-jung. And you've seen her in a lot of Korean uh, shows. Shows, yeah. Right now, she's airing on the Yoon's Day, which yeah. is aired on Netflix too, I think. And then previously, I've seen her like Yoon's Kitchen episode filmed in like spain bali she has such a very calming aura around yeah. her she has a very positive energy she does what's that other uh kind of elderly uh actress the one that's always like yeah you know monoshiki like uh the one that did the cooking show as well the one right after picture one there was another show where she led all the cooking yeah it's sumi but i can't remember her surname Something yeah. Sumi. And she's always in those like comedic roles, right? Yeah, her show is called, I think, Sumi Ne Banchan. Ah, Sumi Ne Banchan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas she has a much more... Um, Completely different character. Persona. Yeah. Yeah. Yunya Jung, she's having like her most prime time in almost like late stage of her life. Yeah. It's so very interesting. That's amazing. I mean, even... I think she's 76 years old, but... Is she? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's amazing that she's... Like hitting her, like, um, or getting recognition from all around the world through an art piece of a movie like this now, yeah. right? She would never have expected this, right? In yeah. her younger days. Good for her. She can smell yeah. the flowers and all types of flowers while she lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, two other things best original screenplay and then also best original score. Yeah. So, very, very cool. 
Yeah, we actually went to the cinema to watch the film last yeah. week. So how was it going to the cinema for the first time in a very long while for us? We were kind of iffy about it, but we decided to go. Right? It felt like such a like a long time ago experience. Yeah, I really liked it. And as soon as I went into it, I was like, oh, nothing beats the cinema experience. And I don't think... Oh, the, the size of the screen. It was huge. Like the depth of the sound and like the level of concentration. That's what's important. When you're at home watching Netflix, you can quickly look at your phone, like yeah. a light goes off or something goes off and you get distracted. Someone's cooking in the kitchen, you'll yeah. look over. But when you have such a big screen in front of you for two, three hours, yeah. you're in the movie with that surround sound. So I really appreciated that. The movie theater was pretty empty. They weren't serving any food. Yeah, no popcorn. They had that shikhe combo, which, you know, the Korean rice punch drink plus popcorn. And I really? looked at the ad. <laughs> and I was like, man, I would really love to eat that while watching. But yeah, yeah they banned food. So it was just... We had the mask on the whole time. Yeah, I didn't really mind that. After watching the trailer, I think I mentioned that. I think I was going to cry watching this movie <laughs> i uh, was checking on you the whole time if you were crying yeah for me it, <laughs> i i didn't well to to say it up quickly up front i didn't cry i had a, one or few moments where i had a i could feel that big gulp in my throat like yeah oh, i felt really like it touched me the movie itself for me i'll give you my review and then katie you can also give yours afterwards yeah. or you can jump in whenever but for me I ended up thinking it was a very beautiful film. And it was shown in a way that could be digestible for anyone, for even people who didn't have this immigrant experience in America. Like there are elements of it which are touching, yeah. which is a very familial, like F-M-I-E-L-I-E-A-L, familial sort of feel towards yeah. the movie yeah. that was very warming. And there was a flow to it that moved the movie forward. It didn't stay in one area of the immigrant experience for too long, right? There was a fluidity to the story, yeah. which I think keeps your attention going. So at the end of it, I walked away thinking, man, this was a beautiful film. But I did have initial, when I was in the beginning parts of the film, yeah. I'm not going to no give spoiler. any... Yeah, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but <laughs> I was kind of like... Uh, this is so different from my well they're very similar experiences but it felt a little rosy to me because first of all the setting was in a farmland i was in the city the story seemed to move through some of the beginning parts of setting up in a place like i forget what state it was but it seemed to move so quickly Whereas I remember a lot of friction, even in those beginning points. And I was like, I hope it doesn't just skim or the plot doesn't move on at just this kind of very rosy level. But just like any movie, there was, it hit its, you know, like the sad points, the, yeah. the protagonist gets faced with challenges. And I guess that's what a movie should be. It can't stay in high tension for too long or else the audience gets too stressed out mm. so what i was telling katie was like yeah i think this is great but i was telling katie i need to make a minari 2 <laughs> or like my ambition would be to make a minari 2 <laughs> and what i would want to combine 
is a little bit more of the city element, a little bit more rawness. So, oh, so different setting. Different setting. And I want a little bit more pain. Oh. Yeah. There's a movie called Moonlight, which I really like. Ooh. Don't think I watched the film, but it does sound familiar. I really liked Moonlight a lot. And I like the way it was shot. Oh. It was very serious. It's yeah, about yeah, yeah. a black guy trailer. who is gay, but it shows him when he's young. And it shows him when he's in his um, uh, later mm. in life as well. There's not that much of a point, but it shows the interactions he's had when he was young. Yeah. And he was trying to find who he was. And then he finds like this more um, fatherly figure who wasn't his dad that kind of shows him what it feels like to be a man and what it means to be a man and kind of this beautiful scene when they're at the beach and he's trying to teach this kid stuff mm. and and then it shows him later on life where the city the realities of the city actually changes him to be kind of like this you know Hindu, I, I forget it i don't think he was a drug dealer but or maybe he was but he's like very like thugged out but he still has this sensitive point and he's still, it's just so raw, but said in a very beautiful way. And I was thinking, could we not combine? I would like, if there was a Minari 2, what I would like for me, if I was to tell my story, yeah, uh, I would like to combine the rawness of Moonlight with the beauty and the tenderness of Minari. Maybe I'm asking for too much. <laughs> but uh, all in all, I, I, I liked it. And I would recommend uh, people who, who haven't seen it to go check it out. Yeah. Yeah, because I was also wondering whether like the Korean people yeah. would find like the plot relevant or interesting. Yeah. That was like a one point that was on my mind. Mm. I think while watching the film, first of all, I think the grandmother, Yoon Yeo-jung, she was like the pinnacle of the film. Oh, she did such a great job. Yeah, yeah. and then like just watching her made me think of my my own grandma so much. Mm. And I look back, looking back at my childhood with my grandmother because mm. that's like something that you can all relate to regardless of your, your culture or nationality. And then, you know, my grandmother passed away last year, actually during COVID. But it's not because of COVID. It was due to, like, other complications. Yeah. But, like, yeah, really, it really made me think of her a lot while watching that film. So kind of made my heart really warm and also, like, sad. Yeah. I had the same thing when I was seeing scenes of it. It reminded me of... My mom and my dad fighting. First of all, Steven Yoon, like, yes. <laughs> I'm going to call him Yoon because I know I'm going to keep calling him Steven Yun. <laughs> whatever. Steven Yun, he, uh, his Korean has improved so much. Yeah. And kudos to him for trying uh, yeah. and training really hard to, to improve his that, Korean. That Korean. Because I know his Korean accent. isn't good because I've seen him on Korean shows, yeah. like doing interviews. Yeah. He couldn't really like complete sentence in Korean. Yeah, but but he was most of the acting is actually done in Korean, so he must yeah, have done a lot of practice outside of his comfort zone. And yeah, and uh, kudos to him. Yeah, um, definitely. I think in my previous podcast when I was talking about what I expected, I was like, I don't think Stephen Yeun. <laughs> I wish it was someone else, um, because like 
you know, I don't think his face is that fatherly figure. Oh, he no. looked a little bit too he young. Was like, but he perfectly yeah, into the but he, role. But he pulled it off. So again, another big kudos to to Stephen and hit that acting scene when they fight and they're outside of that uh, Korean mart. Mm. And um, you know, when Korean couples fight, it's like it's not that over the top, but it's just. What do you mean, not over the top? <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit different than like like Hollywood drama fighting scenes. Like, oh hell no! Like, I hate like I hate you. I like you know what I mean. Like, they pulled it off really well. Even like when you're when he didn't know what to say, so was swallowing his spit, and you can see his throat going up and down, and yeah, yeah. him looking around because he can't look his wife in the eye, and just looking. That was raw, and I was like, damn kudos to him because i because the acting worked so well that even i was gulping in my throat because i could feel the conflict of interest in that scene yeah so but anyway we can't spend an hour talking about a film that most people haven't seen yet because i'm sure they haven't gone to the movie theaters because of (laughs) covid so i'll leave it there anything else that you want to add yeah i just uh, i just think all the actors did a great job also, uh, the main actress, Han Yeri, I thought she was oh, like yeah, a perfect role too. and she did great acting. Actually, I, I know her. I, I know her, but I just well, never call really... Call her up right now? <laughs> no, no, no. But I, just, I don't think I watched any like drama that has in her. So it was really like interesting. And she also, she did a great acting too. So Yeah. I ended up calling my mom afterwards and kind of was like, I'm nostalgic about all the times, all those hard times that we had in the States. My mom was like, do you remember specific moments? And and we talked for like 30 minutes about some like yeah. kind of painful moments, but now we can a little bit laugh about because yeah. of how ridiculous they were at the time. Yeah. Um, I don't want to open all that up now, but so it was good. Very good. Good. Besides the movie, we also checked out this weekend. There's a new department store in Korea called the Hyundai, which the is Hyundai Seoul. Yeah, which is based in Yeoido, the financial district, mm-hmm. and it's I think Korea's. It's not. It's not its biggest, right? They, it's Seoul's biggest. It's Seoul's biggest department yeah. store. Yeah, out like you. It's not the biggest in Korea. Because there are other bigger ones just on the outside hall. Yeah, but they did a fantastic job in the interior design and the overall visitor's experience. I was so amazed because we walked in from the subway, so basement level two or one. One. Yeah, basement level one. And the way that they had structured up the shops, you know, normally when you walk into a mall, a lot of stores they have their own brick and mortar like sections it's yeah. sectioned off by four walls and you know when you're walking out of one into another yeah they had making they had made it into like a open space pretty similar to a maze where you don't know where one shop ends and where one sh- one shop starts yeah. yeah you know it by the music it changes yeah that was so cool too and then of course the lighting and then the interior design so it's an open space kind of like a bazaar yeah like a market maybe yeah and nothing and none of the shops look the same yeah that all was really custom interior designing and 
So it was, it was so fun. fluid. So at first, I felt so overwhelmed because I didn't know where to start. I know you should have seen yourself, Kay. You're like, here, here, let's go here, 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 here. My idea of a great weekend isn't necessarily going to a mall for me, but going there, me too. I was like a little kid because I was so amazed by. I was thinking whoever designed this put a lot of thought into customer experience. And I couldn't help but that they executed flawlessly. So whoever the the team was in designing that the Hyundai Seoul, another yeah, props to that team. The the food court. Oh, it's not even. It shouldn't be called food court. It's like a more of a food floor. Floor, yeah. They had entire floor. Entire floor. They have um those uh food trucks. Yeah dispersed into other stores that bakeries mixed in and they basically have cataloged korea's trendiest shops mm. like we call them matchips in korea and again whoever the team was that was <laughs> responsible for eep jumping or picking the stores picking the stores that could enter uh it's not the same like big boy franchises it's all like indie they killed it yeah, they're like uh, they killed it. Top of the top, like most trending, like restaurants across Seoul. They're all in one place. Yeah, but it wasn't like I mean the the person who's lazy who doesn't know or who wouldn't do it is like just to pick out the most expensive like oh Michelin. Mm. No, oh, no, let's see no, that. No, no, no. They all. did a job in like picking out regular restaurants that just serve amazing food. Yeah, it but, was so difficult to pick a place to eat. I know. We did like three rotations. <laughs> <laughs> and then we finally settled down on this uh, one Thai place. Oh, that Thai which place turned out to be like really hot place in Apgujong. I see. Like apparently you have to queue to eat there in Apgujong. But over there we got really lucky with the timing. Katie went with that. so Yeah, I, w- I went for Tom Yangkung. Tom Yangkung um, with the rice noodles. Yeah, it was so good. And then right next door... I was about to join Katie in line, but then I saw um, Tennessee, Tennessee fried chicken. <laughs> oh my gosh, so good! I think it's called Le Freak or Love. Yeah, something Freak. Um, Lou Freak. Le Freak, but uh, they're bringing like Nashville style um, spicy fried chicken. I've never been. I think. Or actually, I lived in Tennessee for one year when we first immigrated to the U.S. But of course, I was too young then to go check out any of the the food but you know nashville style spicy chicken is is quite popular in the u.s and they brought that recipe over and they executing it so well with that coleslaw oh, oh man i'm still so thinking about that and good <sighs> so this their original restaurant is also in songsudong but they I, I bet that's a huge line mm. and and they didn't put the sweet pickles so in korea a lot of times if you go to burger places they always use sweet pickles for this one they used the normal u.s style dill pickles uh sliced pickles which was nice hopefully we're not getting you too hungry but thinking about it <laughs> talking about food let's give a little update about our diet challenge oh i'm failing <laughs> <laughs> it's extremely difficult to lose weight especially in a short span of time like every night i'm just like in so much torture because i'm so hungry (laughs) yeah it's been it's been tough but i think i've 
well, I gained, well, last time I was on the mic, I said I gained one kilo, but my hypothesis was correct. I think it was my body adjusting to the drop in food intake. Yeah. And now I'm down one kilo. I am the lowest weight I've ever been in the last 15 years, <laughs> maybe 20 years. <laughs> what did I say I was? I was around 66 kilos, right? Yeah. 66.7 or something. That's around like 147, 148. I have never been under 150. So I'm pretty happy. Mm. Really happy. But it's tough. It's really tough because I feel like I'm not eating much. Uh -huh. But for me, so strangely, the, my weight is not going down. <laughs> and then on the day we went to that shopping mall, the Hyundai, Seoul, we deliberately decided to take a public transport so we can walk. Yeah, that's right. And then like kind of lose off all the weight. Or walk off the lunch yeah. and, and burn some calories, right? Mm. It took us like an hour to get there. Yeah, but we got to see Cyclops on the train. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be like, what are you talking about? I miss... I miss public transportation and just looking at people i used to enjoy that and i reminded how much i like doing that there was this um harabaji uh, old grandpa on the subway and he had this i'm telling you he had this sunglass but it was kind of like a closed visor you know like an x-men what cyclops has on top of his eyes so he doesn't go ring and chop the train yeah it's half. like a vr glasses <laughs> i don't know what it was but he looked crazy with them on <laughs> and i was like i wonder what it and is he was dozing off <laughs> with those on <laughs> so uh, so i kind of nudged katie and i was like katie i didn't know x-men was or uh, i didn't know cyclops was korean and she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, look over there. It's like, if he takes those off, you know, this train might split in half with those laser eyes. And then like 30 seconds later, I was like, oh man, what if he's blind? I'd feel so terrible. But as soon as we got to the train station, he like kind of um, uh, pulled up the little uh, sunglasses or whatever that was. And then uh, he looked around and it looked like he was just sleeping. <laughs> so I think it was one of those like massagers for your eyes or something. I think so. No, but the I shape think it's of just it. Fashion. No, but but he's too old to be wearing like fashion forward sunglasses like that. That thing was like literally an object from X Men. I, it, it looked exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's like an entire market selling that kind of vintage items in Tongmyo. <laughs> He probably got it there. Yeah. Oh, that totally <laughs> threw me off. It just reminded me. But what were we talking about before Cyclops? Oh, losing weight. Oh, right, right, right. How difficult it is. Yeah, even that on that day, as soon as I came home, I, I went to see my weight again. I didn't change at all. Well, stick with it. No, it, 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 you weigh a lot less. So it's a lot harder for skinnier people to lose weight. And it's much easier for or bigger to lose weight so yeah stick with it katie we have uh one more one more week until our three-week goal <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
Should I, should I explain that or are you going to explain that? You explain. <laughs> so I opened up my Facebook app randomly. I was on our future neighbor page and then it was um, suggesting uh, suggesting the Facebook page for a celebrity chef in Korea named Lee Yongbok. Mm. And he specializes in Chinese Korean food. So like jjampong, jjajangmyeon and like... Yeah, he's big. He's on like TV shows all yeah, the he's, time. Yeah, he's just as big as... Uh, Jong-un. Yeah. yeah, And then I was like, oh, I didn't know um, Youngbook has a Facebook page. Yeah, so yeah. I just clicked on his profile and was scrolling down. In one post, he has um, Kendrick Lamar's Be Humble <laughs> like video. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't read the, the Korean, I didn't know, I didn't read the caption, what he wrote for the description, but it's so random for him to be bumping Kendrick Lamar. I mean, <laughs> this, it's like an old chef. He's like in his... 50s late 50s or, or 60s, maybe 60s early 60s yeah and then i i, I pressed the clip and it was you know kendrick lamar's um Keep saying be humble sit down <laughs> oh no so i was like why does sorry that that was a terrible excerpt of me trying to rap be humble but so i read the explanation of why he put it up <laughs> and apparently a fan of his was listening to kendrick lamar's humble be humble, sit down. Be humble, sit down. He was listening to that lyrics, and in his Korean ears, he it, it sounded like Iungbok, Shikdang, Iungbok, Shikdang, which means Shikdang is, is a restaurant. Yeah, so in he Korean. he thought that um, Kendrick Lamar's was like referencing Iungbok. Shout out to Iungbok restaurant, <laughs> Iungbok restaurant, and I was like. I didn't get it at first and I had to listen again and I listened to it a third time and then at the third time I could hear be humble sit down shake down and I was like this is the most Korean thing ever and I couldn't help I like burst it out laughing because it was so cheesy but um, I don't know to him it was entertaining and then it, it made me like crack up so much you know there's several other ones like that that are famous, like the one of the more famous ones I like, you know, the French thank you in French is uh, merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup, yeah. Yeah, but um, in Korean, it's people say like, merci beaucoup. <laughs> <laughs> in Korean ears, it sounds very similar to merci beaucoup, which is, what is merci beaucoup? <laughs> merci beaucoup, merci beaucoup. <laughs> It, that's a stir-fried anchovy. <laughs> <laughs> One of our popular panchan recipes we actually have on Future Neighbor. My mom said when she, when she was learning French in her high school, yeah. that's how she learned it. Merci beaucoup. Yeah. So even to this day, she says, Merci beaucoup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does sound similar. Merci beaucoup. Yeah. So... Actually, that chef has ruined that song for me now. Every time I hear <laughs> Humble, I just... There's a few other ones, too. Keep going. I like this cheesy humor. It's right up my alley. But I don't know if I can say this one. Why? So this one is Chinese. And, uh, you know, in Chi there's this phrase in Chinese. ma. <laughs> I, I learned okay, a little bit of already, Chinese, I by can, the way. Okay, I can already <laughs> know what that says. That's what we call sangyok. No. She follow ma? Yeah. You might, as you, well know, say, you might as well curse in Korean. Yeah, but that's like really famous one, I guess. 
What is that means? Uh, did you eat? Because chu fan luma. Yeah. Did you eat? Did you eat rice? Did you eat? Did you have food? Really? Yeah. Shibaloma. Yeah. Shifaloma. Yeah. Shibaloma. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Chinese because people like chu is eat. Fan is I think rice. Luma is like a question. So did you, did you eat rice? Oh, interesting. You know, I did. Shifaloma. I did a summer school in China, <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> Where Beijing? Yeah, Beijing. So I was a.、Uh, I was learn. I learned Chinese for like a year at uni. Well, so during the summer break, I went to this Chinese university to do like a summer school. What's the one thing you always say to me? Like you just randomly say to me, "Ba zhao ma." What do you say to me? <laughs> you say something to me. I forget. I say something. Yeah. Oh, wei xiao ma. Wei xiao ma. Where's your mama? Wei xiao. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Why do you always say that? You never explain. I always say, "What, what are you talking about? What is what? Where's your mom? What does that mean?" Where's your mom? Is like where's your mom? No, you confuse <laughs> me now. Where's your mom? Is like why in Chinese? I don't know. It's just very like easy to say, and and then like you get annoyed by it. So I like to annoy you. <laughs> I see. By the way. You know, sometimes when you make fun of me on the air, people like take it for heart. Remember that person that you told me was like. Remember when we posted like a, a quick few stories on Instagram story when we're at the Hyundai Seoul, and they're like, "Oh, did Daniel have a nervous breakdown being at the mall? Because we know he doesn't like to spend." <laughs> Or something along the lines you said. You became famous for that now, guys. Please take what I say with a slight grain of salt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. People must think I'm the biggest Scrooge, but I'm not. He bought me a perfume on that day, so. <laughs> now it seems like this is the first gift I bought you. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, perfumes are pretty expensive. <laughs> When did the cost go up that much? It's it's really expensive. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I didn't know perfumes were that expensive. My gosh. <laughs> um, r- related along to that, Katie, we you know we've been taking these. So on Mondays and Wednesdays we go climbing, and then we said on Tuesdays and Thursdays let's take a walk around our neighborhood, about、yeah. a mile walk, to like burn off calories so we can lose some weight. But it's been going good, and along those talks we. It's been fun, kind of ha- talking about some topics, random topics, and one of the topics that I still remember was you asked me if we became like multimillionaires, what would you like to buy, or what would you buy, or what would you like to spend your money on? Yeah, and you and you ruled out like big stuff like houses, or I I, I came up with an answer. I, at first, my initial answer to you was that. The reason I remember the question is that I was actually shocked by my answer, <laughs> which was, I don't really have a desire to re- spend. No, 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 no. I, I, I really don't have like anything specific that you wanna buy or you are in need of. Yeah, or like I'm not into cars. Yeah, I think that's、I'm、a big in, thing. I'm not into watches. I'm not、yeah. really into clothes. And I really was struggling to come up with anything because I wanted to answer your question. Now I know what it is. What is it? It's the ability to go into any restaurant 
and order anything on the menu without looking at it or without feeling like this is expensive. Do you know what I mean? Like, like be humble. <laughs> Shake down. Right now, if I go into a restaurant, I mean, there's, I mean, we can afford pretty much any meal at any restaurant in Korea, right? Like one time we're like a rare, just going and hey, this is a special day or something. Yeah. But I'm talking about like just to go anytime. Like we'll go to a, like a, a, a like a sushi place in in Seoul. Um, okasami, omakaze, omakaze. Yeah, like maybe omakaze, and just order whatever drinks whatever i don't even have to look at the price that's what i would like the ability to just enjoy foods or like without having to look or or be concerned about price that's that's a big difference like you don't it doesn't affect you i want to get to that point that would be nice that's (laughs) where i would like to not necessarily spend my money but have the luxury of not worrying about money yeah that's what i would want and then i asked you katie yeah how about you? And the list went on for two hours. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so for me, I think it's like kind of similar, but um, I was thinking really hard about it and I realized that I actually want to spend time to really like invest into home decor and interior. Pick my own, how do you call it for the paint, the walls? wallpaper yeah wallpaper and just like invest into decorating without worrying about the money uh, so you want to get like like a really nice table and the mm. living room and mm. then like i kind of want to right now i want to turn it into more like a cafe you know like those starbucks like a coffee table mm. that kind of like and really nice light yeah so we are spending more and more time in our house. I think so. I think because of COVID, <clears throat> that like need to personalize your home space and yeah. make it like more uh, practical for you yeah. is, is becoming like a bigger, yeah. bigger need. And I've really, really made my kind of like desk. I've really like invested into like my desk setup. Mm. To the point that now I don't want to go to a cafe. <laughs> I really, really like working at home now. I don't. I really like being outside. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to keep grinding. Be humble. Sit down. <laughs> Another first for me this week was I went to a barber shop in Korea. So... In Korea, there is, of course, the regular myongshil or like stylist, hairstylist places. But the place that I go to, the guy, the owner, he's a little bit... Budamsuro. Yeah, budamsuro. Because... How do you say that in English? Yeah, overbearing. Oh, uh, yeah. Because like one time, he, right now he's struggling through COVID and I gave him a little bit of like my personal advice or a little bit of um, kind of perspective on, on a few stuff for him but then now every time i go to get a haircut he always goes like oh hey that was like the greatest advice man like thanks so much thanks so much and like at first i kind of accepted it but the second time he kept talking about it and the third time he kept about saying the same thing so like i felt like kind of in a weird position where it's like yo that it wasn't that great of advice but i'm like thinking now is he trying to like Make it seem 
make me feel more special so I could keep coming back or something. But I want to just talk about regular stuff. Because, you know, when someone keeps thanking you, you like, you feel feel uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. At one time, he was like, hey, like, I really like you. And I want to give you, um, uh, I want to change up your hair for free. Like, I'll give you a... a, For free? Yeah. He said, 파마를 무료로 주겠다고. Like, I'll give you a perm for free. (laughs) Like, uh, a perm is like 60, 70 bucks in Korea, right? And I was like, no, I don't want to do a perm because I've done it a long time ago. And and like, I'm trying to get my hair back to my old style. Broccoli hair? Well, yeah, when (laughs) I first did the perm, I looked like a broccoli walking out of a store. (laughs) Broccoli with legs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but uh, now I miss that hair. Uh, Can we please go back? <clears throat> so long story short, <laughs> I wanted to find somewhere, someone else. And I went to the barbershop. I was a little bit intimidated by the price. They were charging $35 for a haircut for guys. That's the base. And if you go with, um, that's like the entry-level barber. And then... There is another guy with more experience. He had a different title. I think he was like, I think he was called the create, creative, creative head, creative something, creative head, or I don't know what it was. But then he was like fifty five dollars, and then the I think the big guy, he was the art director, and he was charging seventy five dollars a haircut. Wow! For guys, yeah, this is not for women. Yeah, for a guy, yeah. that's really expensive. Yeah, that's really expensive. We're talking about. I one wonder haircut. who gets their haircut from that. From the art director. Yeah. Well, I, certainly not me, but uh, I was really happy with it. I, 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 I wanted to just check it out, and you said, "Hey, just go get it done, and if you don't like it, your curiosity about the barbershop will, will be gone if you don't like it." Yeah. So, um, it was like, have you guys watched the movie like The Kingsman? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like talking to an audience where <laughs> you're right in front of me. Like as if someone was there. I'm, I'm like <laughs> losing my mind. Um, but I yeah, it's, uh, a lot of the barbershop have these uh, kind of unique interiors. Um, and it's kind of set up like the Kingsman style where they have like oh. three or four seats. And yeah, they yeah. take one person per hour. Oh. Or each designer oh. sets one hour for each person. So premium. Yeah. And he did a really good job with my hair. I'm like the most satisfied ever in my 11 years here with my haircut yeah when you came home i saw i was like wow this is like a style i never seen you with and like i don't know how you say it but you had a really nice like sharp edge cut on your side yeah it almost looks like like a knife went through it and the guy was also telling me they don't take women there i thought that was kind of refreshing (laughs) uh because there's a lot of places in Korea that are like catered specifically to women. Yeah. But I f- this was like a barbershop was like the first place that I saw that they don't take women. And I was just like, whoa, that's interesting. I guess if you charge $75 per haircut, <laughs> that gives you enough margin to just take men only. When they did my hair, the guy asked me if I wanted a, a scratch. And I didn't know what a scratch was, but it's like a, it's like a line. It's only for Korean celebrities. Oh. <laughs> Are you just joking around? Or seriously what that scratch is about? No, it just sounds really fancy. So I feel like it's something that the fashionistas yeah, do. Yeah, I got confused because he was like, do you want a scratch? And I was like, 
oh, I, I'm fine. I thought he was asking me if I wanted to scratch my hair. I was like, that's an odd question to ask. Or I'm I'm kind of imagining, is this something like, you know, where those like K-pop idols like kind of write lettering on their hair? It's basically a line that that parts your your left or your right of your hair. Yeah. And then you they just grab a buzzer and then make the line a little bit more pronounced. So it looks very clean cut. All right, Katie's breaking down. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, there's something that I want to talk about amongst the things we talk about this week. Which, which is? So we were talking about when do we feel like most loved from each other? Oh, when do we? Huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we were talking about that. I don't remember my answer. You don't? My, do you so, remember my answer? <laughs> oh, my answer. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> Wait, you were half, but you were half joking. So I, no, I I'm not joking. Real. It's So really I'll ask true. you then. Katie, when do you feel most loved? I feel the most loved when um, you wake up before me and then uh, you leave the room as quietly as you can. <laughs> And then not open the curtain <laughs> and just close the door. <laughs> this is real because this means that you're really respectful of my time sleeping and you don't want to wake me up. And then I really appreciate that understanding. So I feel the most loved. <laughs> and the bonus would be if you if you make a cup of coffee and bring it to my bedside table. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that well the first part is easy because i think it requires more effort to open the doors and <laughs> let the sunshine in so well i think that's pretty easy katie and out of all the things that i've done for you the easiest way was simply for me to wake up quietly because that's like the most like effortless thing you can do and like it can have the biggest impact <laughs> on me. Wow, that's great. I hope it stays that way because it's really simple for me to fulfill every morning. <laughs> All I have to do is uh, tiptoe and not uh, knock over anything, which is usually <laughs> what happens 99.9% .9 of the time. So I don't know if you're being serious. No, for me, it's really about those little like attitudes that make me feel loved. Nothing more. I beg to differ. <laughs> on special days what is it no you like to receive gifts i do <laughs> let's add that to the list of requirements what i was going to say was like on valentine's then then what i can do is uh, i'll skip the gifts and uh i'll quietly tiptoe out of the room so that you feel so loved and then pour you a nice cup of coffee and that's it no <laughs> yeah so well what, it so, was white today last week so so what you probably are saying is that an act of small love is small gifts and uh, act of service <laughs> all right I don't know is that how is you going. say it <laughs> no it is a valid uh valid uh, love language 
Yeah, one about of the this in our previous podcast. Mm. What about you? When do I feel most loved? Yeah. Touch. That's so easy. I know. <laughs> I'm a simple person. <laughs> That's it. I just just touch. <laughs> that's it. I mean, there, there's not much well, more to say. Yeah, I think that, I think that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like if I receive gifts, the response <laughs> that I'm giving you now, like, oh, thanks, it's great, it's great, awesome. I, I thanks. That was so thoughtful. That's usually like the extent of it. But then when you if you touch or or touch again. <laughs> You know, I, you know, chemicals run down the brain. I like the physical sensation of touch. I'm a very simple Neanderthal. I'll just keep it like that. So neighbors, uh, I think that's it for today. Our podcast today was so random. Yeah, we went back and forth. It's good. And we all wish you a very good week. If you haven't got the vaccinations yet, go ahead and go sign up for it. Get it done so you can meet us in Korea. Come quicker and we can all hopefully bump heads randomly in the subway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the mall. <laughs> okay, thank you for listening. See you guys. Much love. Bye.